What's up, guys? Welcome to Triple Thread Talks. I'm Chris. This is Jen. And tonight we are going over everything Hurricane Ian. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait for it. This is going to be the shortest amount of time that we record a podcast and then get it produced and push it out, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, oh yeah. it, it's going to be within the next few hours. But I feel like we need to give you guys the updates and we have a ton of questions flowing in from TikTok to Instagram. And if you have any here, please leave them here. We cannot wait to talk about all of this whole entire ordeal because it's messed up. Yeah. And if you want to know why we're sitting here talking about Hurricane Ian, well, it's because of Jen. Jen is really big on TikTok. Uh, she's the hurricane queen. She lives in New Orleans, Louisiana. She's been through Katrina. She went through Irma last year. She knows her hurricanes and she's really, really good at predicting hurricane paths and the strength of hurricanes and really overall more than anything destruction. And more importantly, uh. what you need to do to stay safe and take care of your family and take care of yourself. She gets millions of views on her TikTok about this. Uh, she helps hundreds of people during hurricane season. And that is why we're here. I started this back in 2020. This was one of my first TikToks that I ever created. And I said, oh, well, we'll see how it does. You know, it might have been my TikTok number three or four. And a couple hours later, I clicked on the TikTok app and it was at maybe 1.5 million. And I couldn't believe it. And so that just kind of started it. I live on the lake in Louisiana, so we get a direct hit a lot of the times. And either I'm vlogging my way through evacuating or I'm vlogging my way through treading waters underneath our house. So, and for whatever reason, I usually can predict things that the meteorologists are not saying yet. They maybe mm -hmm. want to say it. Mm-hmm but they can't because they have to go off of the models and the figures. So let's basically get it started with Hurricane Ian. I think I'm gonna pull up my phone and see exactly where Hurricane Ian is at right at this second. Right now, it is right by Dry Tartugas National Park. Hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a category three. The direction is still north-northeast, and um, it's still the ground speed is 10 miles per hour. So 10 miles per hour is That's, so slow. It's just scary. It's just like grinding over everything. It's just <sighs> grinding over the water, pulling all that hot water in, shallow, hot ass water at 10 miles an hour with over 100 mile an hour winds that is a recipe for disaster i couldn't believe it i couldn't read through all of the comments on my last few posts but the people in the keys keep commenting the water's about 90 degrees there that's insanely hot it's hot uh, for ocean uh, water it's i want to go swimming I do Hello. Too. It sounds nice. Not currently, but on, on any other day, I would love that. Yes. And so uh, a lot of the meteorologists were saying that once it hit Cuba, it would die down to about a category one. And it didn't. 
Mm-hmm. It stayed at a two, hit three, stayed three throughout all of Cuba. That's yeah. a big deal. Yeah, because Cuba should be enough landmass to weaken it at least a little bit. You at know. least a little bit because mm-hmm. Cuba uh, and the part that it hit with Cuba, I'm not really sure the amount of miles across it is, but Florida is not much larger in comparison mm-hmm. to that area. So seeing it hit at a category three when it wasn't even in the warmest waters in the Gulf of Mexico and heading towards the warmest waters and yeah. still staying at a category three, that's scary. And slowing down. And that's slowing just... down. Good I mean, path. it was going, it was 12 miles per hour over Cuba. Mm-hmm. the entire time and I said god it's it's got to speed up 12 miles per hour is what hurricane katrina did whenever I continued to track it time after time today because Chris you know I've been obsessed 10 miles per hour it's been staying that for hours now and it did significant damage in Cuba. There's over a million people without power still. There's been several videos popping up here and there of people just going to check their property really quick in the eye. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the first bands, they, I mean, it's like mass destruction there. It's People are displaced, homes are destroyed. And they don't really have anywhere to evacuate. You don't know which yep. way it's going to turn. You have no idea. Yeah. It could turn east, it could turn west, it could do whatever the hell it wants. Mother Nature has no mercy. Well, and at that point in Cuba, at first it kind of looked like it was going to split down the middle. And then it wobbled to the west. And then by by the time it did that, I mean, people weren't evacuating to the east because it kind of looked like it was heading in that direction. Mm -hmm. It was headed toward Miami, right? And then it just turned to the west and they were like, well, we're... Yeah, but there's no other way to put it. And Mm -hmm. I like to tell people all the time, I'm like, I'm not I'm not trying to scare you. I'm trying to prepare you and you want to prepare for the worst. And what can come with hurricanes are plenty of things. So if you're in a mandatory evacuation area at any point of time, please evacuate, because what does mandatory evacuation mean? It means you're not going to get an EMT come to you to pick you up if you're hurt. You're not going to have police officers come to you if you are having some sort of issues. And there's many issues. It could be looting. It could be domestic violence. It could be anything of that nature. Police officers are not going to be able to get to you because it is a mandatory evacuation area. I I love to say, yo, yo, you're on your own because you are. You're on your own. You're fending for yourself. It's like the purge. I mean, really, you just, it really is. You have to leave. I think it, I know a lot of people like to stay and a lot of people have stayed through big hurricanes and they're like, we lived, we survived. Yeah. Well, first of all, what if you didn't? Second of all, if there's major mass destruction, you're without power, you're without service. You can't charge your phone. You don't have food. The water's contaminated. Mm -hmm. What are you happy about? Like, and then people that stay, You know, even in these areas that they say it's voluntary evacuation. Well, it's voluntary evacuation, but as long as you're prepared Mm -hmm. to stay from your evacuation area. So you need to have food. 
you need to have water and you need to be prepared that there will be power lines down and sometimes they cross in front of streets there will be trees that fall sometimes they fall on top of your house sometimes they fall on top of the streets sometimes they fall on your vehicle your only vehicle that you have in order to get out and then you can't call anybody to give you a ride do you think you call an uber at that point absolutely not you don't want it to get to that point so i i really do urge of people take a seat and say is it worth it to stay will we be okay if we stay and should we stay and what is that risk if we do stay and if are we willing to risk that yeah you know if, if the, moral of the story if they're saying evacuate just trust that and if you can evacuate do it if you can't that's understandable too and i'm sure you're probably find aware a shelter. of the risk, but fine yeah exactly be prepared that's what we're going to talk about Two, we're going to be answering tons of questions. Jen got hundreds of questions to her Instagram, people just wanting to know random things about her experience, things that might help them. Mm -hmm. Lots of Floridians who are very scared right now. And she's going to answer these questions. I'm not the hurricane queen. That's Jen. I'm going to ask the questions. We're going to shout the out tornado to queen. Ask the questions. I'm the tornado queen. Yeah. <laughs> and we might but, have tornadoes coming yeah. into Florida. Oh, so yeah. guys, That's she'll be, be the one to answer that. Part. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but yeah, we're going to answer your questions. We can't do all of them or we would be here for hours, but we're going to start That's... answering some of them. Yeah. All right. Our first question comes from wait. Louise, Louisa Marie Chiro. Is that how you say that? I'm so sorry if I butchered that. Um, when is the storm expected to hit the U.S.? Okay, so it's going to make landfall between... Tampa Bay and um, Fort Myers, you never know because it's moving super slow and it will continue to progress. So tomorrow would be when you're watching this Wednesday all the way till Thursday. So in between Wednesday and Thursday and it's going to continue making its way and I believe it's going to move north, but it will weaken as it moves north for sure. Mm -hmm. So if you're north of Florida, don't be concerned because it's going to weaken so much. You're going to get that tropical weather, but it is going to be much less than when it makes landfall around, you know, clear water area, all of that area. It's going it's to be way less of an impact. Okay. So the next question, and I kind of like this question. I think Can't there's a hear. few answers to this question. This okay. is from Candice.K underscore. Do you think people don't evacuate because they have too much pride? And she said, badly worded, but I don't think that's badly worded. I think that's a good question. I think it's an amazing question. And to answer you, yes and no. So I think some people don't evacuate because they can't afford it. And it is a lot of money to evacuate. I mean, you have to pay for hotels if they're not covered. You have to pay for gas. You have to pay for food. You have to pay for everything to live outside of your home. So it's, it's just like a vacation. And most people, especially right now, we're going through a recession, can't afford it. But I also think people definitely don't evacuate because they say, well, I've lived here my entire life. And 
I can handle it and I know what to expect and X, Y, Z, and then they get themselves caught up. Right. And don't don't put yourself through torture and mm-hmm. for your own ego, you know? Yeah. And if you can't afford to evacuate and you're in the path of this thing, get, you know, you can call your non-emergency line and mm-hmm. sometimes they will set up shelters before the hurricane hits if you're living in an rv or like a mobile home that would not withstand even the outer bands you can go to these shelters and you can stick it out there with people who are going to help provide things to you like food and water and shelter a safe sturdy building to be in that you can continue to stay in after the hurricanes pass if there's any kind of destruction that keeps you from going home so do your research please i mean there's there's tons of public schools that are built with the whole intent to certain areas of these schools is to withstand storms of yeah. this nature. And they do that because they are designated shelters mm-hmm. for people. So please, yes, do your research. Okay. So this next one isn't a question, but it's more of a, a statement. They're just telling you what's going down in mm-hmm. Miami right now, which is actually really scary. Sassy underscore clause with a K. She said, girl, Miami is getting hammered. Transformers blew several tornadoes. So, yeah. I mean, that's what's going to happen. And that's Mm -hmm. that's something that I I definitely warned a lot of people online. If you if you want to stay, that's completely fine. If it were me in that type of storm at that level, I would have left. Transformers are going to blow. There's Mm going to be days if not weeks without power um and the transformers are not just blowing in your neighborhood they're blowing at your local grocery store Mm -hmm. at the local gas station that you go to anywhere that you need to go to find supplies to get you through to the next day so uh, yeah this is the outer bands of the storm continue it's going to get worse the tornadoes are going to continue yeah the Mm -hmm. eye has not even gotten to Florida at all, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, you know? Yeah, Ian's huge. It's a big huge. hurricane. The bands are wide. And so when the eye of the hurricane gets closer to shore, you're going to get more than just the outer bands. And it's just going to be nothing but really strong straight line winds, tornadoes, mm-hmm. monsoon type rain, flooding storm surges everything and unfortunately places like miami you guys are probably going to get the brunt of all of that for the next day or two maybe a few days a yeah. yeah i would say at least two to three days yeah mm-hmm. unfortunately wow. yeah well uh sassy claws i hope you're staying safe mm-hmm. um i hope you evacuated you know if you could when you thought maybe it was going to hit Miami but if you didn't stay safe seek shelter and let us know how you fare at the end of all of this we would love to know we are sending the most positive vibes and prayers your way (laughs) okay our next question comes from kb underscore the number one in underscore only this is a really good question too do they just wait. leave the inmates in jails during a hurricane? Okay, that I love that question actually. So, all 
EMS, firefighters, police, they are all obligated to stay. Um, same with hospitals. There's a, usually an A team and a B team and then an AB team or maybe they call them a C team. But as far as emergency responders, they have to stay, especially the police. And yes, the inmates stay. If it gets too bad to where they definitely know they're going to flood, then they will transfer them to another facility for the time being. During Hurricane Katrina, a lot of the a lot of the inmates stayed because Hurricane Katrina took a really sharp turn and came right towards us and they didn't have enough time to get them out. So at one point, I know they had cops on top of the interstate with the inmates sitting there because they were so flooded in and everything around them was underwater that the hurt the interstate was the highest point that they could be at so they were just sitting on top of the interstate during hurricane force winds listen you can think what you want about inmates but that's a helpless fucking feeling as a human being to be stuck in a place and you can't get out and you have something like that coming at you but honestly most most correctional facilities are built to last they are oh, yeah. built so nobody can get in and nobody can nobody get out, can get out and they're built well they can withstand oh for sure anything. good question such a good question so our next question comes from t sipper forever t sipper uh, yeah. she she we i i just talked to her this past week she's like we got to do a podcast i'm like i'm in like sin girl what is she what is the question so she asked a really good question and I love this question because I have asked this question to myself so many times. So I've watched tons of videos on it and I actually know the answer to this. Oh, one. you answered. I love that. So she asked what happens to the sharks and sea life? And let me tell you. So in a hurricane, the undercurrents in the water, they're powerful and they're violent. They are violent. Bigger sea life, faster animals, faster sea life, like sharks and whales, they know they will swim to calmer waters as fast as they can, and they are fine. But the really slow and the weaker sea life, they die. Oh, I didn't know the answer to that question, so I'm really glad that you did. Yeah, turtles and crabs and... Yeah, they, they get ripped apart. The I used to think, in my mind, I was like, man, under the water, it must be pleasant. They're just living their lives. No, no, it's violent. And I think that some of them probably get, like, pushed really far in, so sometimes they're okay. So, like, I live on, a, on the first canal off of Lake Pontchartrain, right? Mm -hmm. So right after Hurricane Ida, the shrimp were rolling. I it's love like, the oh. fact that whales and sharks and dolphins specifically they know like they literally can sense it and they will swim far and fast to safety this next one is another statement but i wanted to touch on it because it's they're talking about orlando which that's an interesting location to be in right now um mm -hmm. baby with two wise ghoul said orlando florida this will be my first major storm been following you since Hurricane Ida. Oh, thank you. We appreciate yeah. that. Orlando, 
you guys are in a tough spot too, yeah. because you're still going to get violent storms, violent yes. storms and a lot of wind. And you're probably it just, already getting some. If it, if it curves east, like it kind of looks like it might, it's really variable right now. If it strengthens, it's going to. But at the same time, the bands you guys are going to get, like I'm hearing Disney's already they're going to shut down. They're going to send people away. So yeah, stay safe. Good luck. <sighs> yes. And if you're, if you are moving to any area with, it doesn't matter if you're moving to Louisiana or Florida or if you're moving to Oklahoma maybe and they have tornadoes or Kansas, whatever it might be, when you move, understand what type of uh, natural disasters can occur and research how you're going to deal with them and have a plan put in place. You don't want to be unprepared. Mm-mm, never. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. This was fun. It was fun and hopefully it does help people. I know it's hard to watch the weather because sometimes they're not really allowed to say it like it is. Mm-hmm. Because if they do and they're wrong and people evacuate and go crazy and they're like, you know, trying to tell you what it's looking like and the severity of it. If they're wrong, they're accused of fear mongering, you know, they're punished for getting it wrong. So they keep everything really vague and generalized and really kind of just give you the weather as it's happening without a lot of projection. So I think that's why people like to watch my content is because I like to predict way more than what the meteorologists are saying, but I'm looking at the same maps and it's not that I know so much more. It's that I've experienced it time and time again. So I'm, I might get ridiculed for saying X, Y, Z, but I don't care because it's not, it's not my job to tell you the weather. It's not my job to tell you anything like that. I just, I don't want you to be scared. I want you to be prepared. And if it's telling you the realistics to a certain situation, then so be it. And you're helping people. That's the most important thing. Go to Jen's TikTok, Jenna underscore Canella underscore. It's Jenna Canella official. She has lots of tips and tricks, how to prepare, how to protect your house, what to pack with you if you have to evacuate. I swear to God, it's really, really useful stuff. Go watch. Mm-hmm. If you're listening on the podcast channel, thank you. We're definitely going to have this Love out you. Wednesday. The 28th, right? 28th. Tomorrow's my sister's mm-hmm. birthday. Happy birthday. Happy Aww. birthday. I'm going to call her Eileen here because she hates that. So happy birthday, Eileen. <laughs> it's not her happy name. birthday, Eileen. If we go to a restaurant and I get there first and they ask our name, rest assured I'm telling them it, it's Eileen. <laughs> so they say, table for Eileen. No, no offense if your name's Eileen. That was my grandmother's <laughs> name. But <laughs> it just aggravates her because she has to get up and respond. And everybody's like, wow, that's an interesting name. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, oh, guys, man. we'll have this up tomorrow. And we love you guys so much. And thank you for listening. And we will both be in and out of TikTok. We're going to try to do a live. Maybe tomorrow we could do one. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh I think we should do another, we should do a podcast on tornadoes because that's your expertise. Oh, we can do a podcast on tornadoes. 
That would be amazing. I love that. Okay, guys, you all have a good night and uh, stay safe if you are in the area that Hurricane Ian is affecting. Yeah, definitely. Stay safe. And then in the description box, if you're watching on YouTube, actually in the description on all the podcast channels too, we will link some resources for you, some FEMA-approved shelters, hotels, just something you can do if you can get in and watch it tomorrow, hopefully before it makes landfall, if you're in a pinch. And if not, maybe it'll help you. We got you. Yep. Got your back. (laughs) All right. Love you guys. Good night. Bye.